Hello, this is Mark from the Getting Into Games podcast. With a quick note before we start, this episode uh, we did a little bit differently. I did it with my son Ezra, and we played a game that is a game designed for children to introduce them to role-playing games. It's called No Thank You Evil, and currently Monty Cook Games is selling the game at 50% off on their website. I want you to know that this is not a sponsored episode by any means. We haven't really had any of those yet, but I just wanted to let you know that while you're home with your kids, after listening to this episode, if this is a game that you think you might like to play, you should check out their website, montycookgames.com. This is a special that they're running due to the circumstances that we're all facing right now, so I don't know how much longer it will last for, but it's definitely something that I would recommend looking into, and if you have any interest in it after listening to this episode, I would check it out. And now before we get started, we're going to have a quick musical number from our special guest. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Getting Into Games, the podcast about board games. I am Mark Santa-Steven, and I am joined by a very special guest today. Why don't you say your name? Say hello and tell us your name. Hello, my name is Ezra. Ezra, I'm so excited that you're here because you're my best pal. You're my best pal. (laughs) We're both best pals. Ezra, you got a game for your birthday, and we played it, and we're going to talk about it. What was it called? No, thank you, evil. That is exactly right. No, thank you, evil. Now, this episode is going to be different from our usual episodes. I wanted to try something different, being that we're all still home self-quarantining. Dave and I have done a few episodes over distance, but I just wanted to try something new. Ezra and I will be talking about how we played No Thank You Evil, and I will be talking a bit more in depth about the game as we go. It might sometimes feel like I'm monologuing or talking to a child, and both might be true. My son also might hear me saying words or using terminology that he doesn't understand, and hopefully he doesn't think I'm a madman after we finish this. But uh, Ezra, can you tell me what kind of game No Thank You Evil is? It's a storytelling game. That's good, Ezra. That's very good. So No Thank You Evil is a game of make-believe for creative children and their families. That's what it says on the box, and it's true. It's an introductory role-playing game. It distills the most fundamental aspects of RPGs into a system simple enough for a child to understand and begin participating in collaborative storytelling. I would tell Ezra that it's an imagination game. It's a storytelling game where we will create and tell stories together. And in this game, Ezra, we will explore a strange and exciting world, right? Do you remember the name of the world? Um, Storia. Yes, and what does that sound like? Story. It sounds like story, that's right. Storia is the land next door. It's an imaginative world that you can enter from your own bedroom, either out the window, behind the bookshelf, into the closet, and if you're really brave, under the bed. Each one of these will bring you into a new, unique place. And I guess it's worth mentioning that Ezra and I will be spoiling 
the first adventure that comes in the box. So if you're interested in playing this game with your own kids, well, you should keep listening. If you're a kid and you've never played this, then maybe stop listening. I don't know who listens to this podcast. I think kids actually do listen to this podcast. I don't know if that's good or not. Anyway, first things first, let's talk about making a character. Now, Ezra, when you first opened this game, I told you uh, it was on your birthday. How old are you, by the way? Five. You're not five! (laughs) We've been over this! Six. Six, that's right. You just had your sixth birthday, and you opened this on your sixth birthday. And remember the first thing that I told you... Oh, you got a big yawn. Thanks for pulling away from the microphone to to do that (laughs) yawn. That was kind of you. Here, sit back down. Remember the first thing that I told you, you could be anyone in this game, anyone that you can imagine. And who did you say you wanted to be? Darth Vader. Yep, that's the first thing you said. You said you wanted to be Darth Vader. And I immediately thought to myself, well, <laughs> that's not exactly what I meant. That's, <laughs> But we'll, we'll make it work. And we did. Now, this game uses a system designed by Monty Cook called the Cypher System. It's the foundational rules used to run various kinds of games. I expect we'll talk about this another time. I don't think Ezra could handle it uh, diving deep into it right now. It might, I might scare him if I had started doing that. But for now, I'll just say creating a character is as simple as creating a descriptive sentence about your character. For example, Ezra is a cool kid who plays video games. Ezra, what do you think about that? Does that sound like you? Yes. That's not, what's your favorite video game right now? Ratchet. What's the whole name of it? Ratchet and what? Ratchet and Clank. Yes. And what's your new game that you got for your birthday that you like too? Super Mario Maker 2. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you came all the way in to give that microphone a kiss right there. <laughs> yes. That's a fun one too. Now there is enough information in this sentence to completely create a character directly out of the rule book. The key aspects of this sentence are the noun, adjective, and verb. In the rulebook, there is a list of characters based on nouns that have starting stats. There is also lists on adjectives you could use to make improvements to your traits and verbs that give you special abilities. There is actually a character class you could call it that's called kid. Using that will give us our base stats called traits. That's the noun, your character class. In D&D, it's a wizard, and no thank you evil, it's a kid. Instead of a druid, you're a superhero or a robot. In this example, Ezra is a kid. Next is the adjective, which tells you what kind of person your character is. They also give you a bonus in a certain trait. In this case, being a cool kid will raise the trait called smart by one. Cool kids are smart kids. I'm with it. Finally, the verb will add a special ability. In this case, the verb being plays and Ezra plays video games. There is also a section in the rulebook for this particular use of a verb and it adds the ability Easter Egg. Ezra's experience with video games lets him, when he concentrates, find a secret wherever he is. So that's one example of character creation. A descriptive sentence about who you are is all you need to make a character, something you could actually say to another player when you meet them in the story. Hello, I'm Ezra, and I'm a cool kid who plays video games. You're not Ezra, you're Mark! (laughs) This will get you a list of traits and a special ability. Your traits will be in four different categories. Tough, fast, smart, and awesome. You might have three tough, two fast, three smart, and one awesome. 
You can use these traits to reduce the difficulty of a task, to make it easier for the character to make a successful roll. In order to do that, they just have to say that they want to try harder. If Ezra wants to hit a monster, which I promise you he does, he can try harder using one point from his tough trait. If it was a particularly difficult monster, this will make it easier for him to hit, reducing the roll requirement by one. Something to note in No Thank You Evil, you use a d6 or six-sided die for all your rolls. The guide determines the difficulty. If it's extremely hard, he may say, you must roll a six. If not so hard, maybe it's a three or higher. The dice that came in the game are very fun and bright and big, and the six has a No Evil logo on it. Ezra will tell you what he thinks of that later. The last stat that you have is the awesome stat. That one only applies when you want to help another character with their role. If another character is going to try something difficult, like climbing a tough rock wall, and you want to help them out, you can use an awesome stat, and that will make it easier for them to accomplish their task. So that's characters and traits and roles. One last thing to mention is that characters also get a companion. This could be a tiny monster or an invisible friend. They can get helpful abilities as well, but are mostly there for the fun of it. Anyway, back to talking about our game. Well, in our first game, we had to figure out Darth Vader. So what do I do with Darth Vader? Well, he's kind of like the enforcer in the original trilogy, I guess. So I'm going to go with creating a, a fighter. We'll make him a fighter. We'll give him fighter stats. So since this was both Ezra and my first time playing the game, we went with the simplest character setup we could, and he played a character he could describe like this. Darth Vader is a fighter. An accurate statement, I'd say. We avoided adjectives and verbs for the first game. We'll work them in gradually as we go. And who would be Darth Vader's companion? Ezra, who is your companion? What's a companion, Daddy? It's the little guy that was on the card that came with you. Robodog? That's right. Robodog. So we have Darth Vader and Robodog headed to Storia. Let's talk about our adventure. Note that there are three introduction adventures in the base game to help get you familiar with playing. Adventures are broken up into four sections. Call to help, figure out the problem, solve the problem, and celebrate. All right, Ezra, this is the part where I really need your help. I'm going to need a lot of help from you, okay? Okay. Do you think you can do it for me? Yes. Can you remember your story and all the cool things that you did? I will try. Oh, okay. <laughs> so tell me what happened. Who came into your room, Darth Vader's bedroom, with a letter in his mouth for you? Do you remember that? Robodog. That's correct. Robodog came into your room with a letter. And do you remember who it was from? The queen bee. That's correct. The bee queen sent a letter, and it's because she needed help. Do you remember what she needed help with? Um, finding Niffle. Yes, he was lost. Do you remember where he was lost? Um, in the dragon sloth. That is absolutely right. Great job, Ezra. You did very good. So this was the call for help. After that, Darth Vader and Robodog entered Storia through the closet. This realm of Storia is the fantasy realm. We have knights and dragons and queens and witches, etc. Upon entering Storia, we are met by Woodlin, the bee queen in the bee mobile, and we have a conversation. And this was a chance to get information about Niffle, 
the location, and what enemies may be there. This is where we figure out the problem. I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Um, uh... Definitely. This being Ezra's first attempt at role-playing, I had to help goad the interactions out of him. What would you like to know? Would you like to know what Niffle looks like? Yes, he would like to know. Okay, well, ask what he looks like, and then I could respond as the guide. Do you want to know what bad guys are there? Ask about what bad guys are there. Then he would ask, and I would answer. I knew this is what our first game would be like, so I was prepared with questions to ask. Then we were dropped off at Dragon Snot Falls and given some candy to eat when the job was done. Do you remember what candy I gave you? That's right, because it was just after Easter, you had peeps. Ezra, what did you? Who did you meet when you first arrived? Remember, he was a silly guy. If you if you forget his name, that's okay. Do you remember what he told you? Don't go near the sound. Don't go near the sound. Don't follow the singing. That's right. That's exactly what he told you. His name was Mister Odd Swallow, and Ezra had to figure out a puzzle in order to get him to show up. Now, Mr. Oddswallow can read your future, which means he can tell you about things that are coming up in your adventure. But he, he does it best when you have an empty stomach, when you're still hungry. So something to keep in mind if you ever call him up again. And Ezra learned exactly right, and he stuck to it. He remembered it. Don't follow the singing. Well, after some successful rolls, Darth Vader made it across a rickety bridge and found something unexpected on the other side. What was on the other side of the bridge? Animal crackers. What? What are they doing over there? Trying to block me. They were trying to block you, and what did you have to do? Fight them. You did have to fight them. Did you beat them? Yes. Were they tough? No. No, you smoked them. They were no chance against the Dark Lord of the Sith. (laughs) So, Ezra, you might not know this, but I added those monsters in myself because I knew you wanted some action. These monsters are in the book and considered pretty low level. It seemed safe to me to put them in, and I figured Darth Vader would be able to handle himself. What did you do to those bad guys? Do you remember what you used to beat them? Um, a lightsaber. That is correct. You used a lightsaber. So like I said, this was mostly to help get him some action, get some excitement. So we'd done some role-playing now. We'd had some conversations. We'd sprung some traps. We crossed a bridge. He needed to take on some adversaries, and he succeeded with flying colors. Up next was the entrance to the cave, and he was faced with a choice. Which snout to enter? Ezra, do you remember what happened next? I fighted the witches, and I got no thank you evil on the last one. That is that is true, but before that happened, <laughs> there were two entrances to the cave on either side of the dragon's snout. Do you remember what you heard out of the right side? Yes. What did you hear? A, um, the singing. Someone was singing inside, and out of the left side, nothing was happening. And which side did you go in? The left. That's correct, and that's because you remembered, don't follow the singing so Darth Vader entered on the left because he knew to avoid the singing on the right and once inside Ezra what what did you see inside yes inside the dragon snout um 
uh, two witches in Niffle tied up. That is correct. And what did you do when you saw them up there? Did you try to talk to them? Did you try to fight them? Or did you sneak up? Sneak up. You did sneak up, which was tricky, but you managed it. You got a good roll. You tried harder. And, and I did. And, and I you did. snuck up behind them. Oh, I'm getting a demonstration. Yes. That's that is very that's exactly what Darth Vader did, sneaking up behind them. And then once you snuck up and you got really close, what did you do? Turned on my lightsaber and fighted them. That is correct, and it was amazing. I have this image in my mind of these two cartoon sawtooth witches snickering to each other. As actual Darth Vader from Empire Strikes Back looms up behind them, and then you hear hear the breathing and the ignition of a lightsaber, and they kind of freeze, and their eyes are wide, and they stop talking, and they slowly turn around, and he just he just totally blasts them away. So Ezra, tell me, tell me what did you do? What happened in this fight? Um, the first one you fought. What did you 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 rolled right? Um. Um. I got five. Yes, and, and you smashed him against the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happened to the second one? Um, I got no thank you, evil, and I hit him really hard, and um, he went into the lava. I mean, the water. <laughs> the <laughs> that, lava. That's right. There wasn't any lava, but you're right. You hit him so hard because you rolled the six. You rolled the no evil. You hit him so hard, he went flying all the way out the dragon snout and down the waterfall. <laughs> right? Yes. That was very exciting. So on the first one, he rolled a regular hit, and he defeated him. And on the second roll, he rolled the no evil six for a huge success and just knocked that witch all the way out of the snout and down the falls. Now, Ezra has seen all of Star Wars, and I know some of it is scary. And you know what? It's good for him, all right? Don't write me about it. What I'm saying is he knows what lightsabers do when they hit stuff but that's not that's not the kind of energy we're going for in this game this time it functioned more like a lightsaber baseball bat or something like that it was just the right call so darth vader rescued niffle who is very much terrified of his rescuer but happy to be rescued all the same and they leave the cave and eat their peeps and niffle is reunited with his friends and they all have a huge party and ezra really did eat his peep didn't you and that was our first adventure in No Thank You Evil. And he's been asking me to play again ever since. And I'm excited to do it, but I think I'm going to have to try and build like a solo campaign for him because I'd really like to save these other adventures for when quarantine is over and we can play again with friends. I guess my final thought on the game would be this. You don't buy No Thank You Evil to give it to your kids and say, have fun. You get it to say, let's spend time telling stories together. I probably spent more time than the average person reading the rule book and the adventure guide because that's my personality. I could read rule books all day. I want to know all the ins and outs and want to get ideas for how I can spice things up or experiment. If you got this game, you don't need to do what I did, but you do need to push yourself to learn and read and prepare so you can be the initiator of your child's imagination. And once you're done, maybe you'll have crafted a story about how the Dark Lord of the Sith rescued a crab-clawed, four-eyed lizard man for his friend, the Bee Queen. Well, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Getting Into Games. I'm Mark Santa-Steven. Please email at us at 
deadbirdrip at gmail.com and let us know what games you've been playing with your kids in quarantine. Follow us on Instagram at deadbirdrip. That's deadbirdrip on Instagram. And check out our website, gettingintogames.com. Thanks again for listening. And Ezra, thank you. You're welcome. Check, 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 too. Checkaroni? Checkaroni? Checkaroni and cheese? Checkaroni and cheese? <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, I'd like a checkaroni and cheese pizza, please. Uh, hello. I would like a pepperoni cheese today. What? <laughs> <laughs>